Welcome, welcome. This is Diceratops Presents, and we have the conclusion of our Snake Medley D&D Live Snake It Off slash Snake On Me Part 2. This is a D&D Live secret session recorded in the Diceratops Workshop on January the 31st, 2020. As I record, there are still a handful of tickets available to see our show in the Wellington Fringe. D&D Live When Dwarves Cry. Ticket link in the show notes. Also in the show notes is music info you'll hear today. Excerpts of Nathaniel Wyvern's track, Gamma Burst. Our players are Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf, Jared Baker as Fran Grothild, and Tom Adams as Jackwick Gambleson. I'm Morgan Davey, the Dungeon Master. Let's Dungeon Some Dragons. When we last saw our heroes, um, they were in a room full of horny snakes and the queen snake had just been abducted into a paper bag reality and gone from view while two scary black knights glared at you and said you should have killed her where you had the chance. Um, so with that provocation, I'm going to hand over to our three our three heroes who are each becoming more and more snake-like with every passing moment and find out what you do in response. Uh, which one of you is the ex? <laughs> <laughs> the the two um, knights look at each other and then they look back at you and say, "Neither of us." Can you take us to him? No, you are doomed to stay here now. Right. Doomed. Sweet. So Randy swipes at the left hand one right. with his great axe okay. uh, for twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just goes for. Just chops off an arm. Okay, what what damage do you do with your your, your twenty five? That's eleven. Eleven damage. All right. Okay. Um, you yeah. talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you, you you swipe, and sure enough, the arm just comes flying right off and lands. And he looks at the gap where his arm was, and then um, looks at his friend, and he jumps into the bag. And he disappears from view as well. Yeah. Jack McRitchie like, grabs the bag with the mate hand. Okay, cool. Brings it to, to himself. Right. Looks in. Okay. <laughs> this looks like your portable hole there, Randy. <laughs> Randy. The inside of the bag looks, well, up close, it's clear that it's not exactly a bag. It's like um, it's been sort of folded together at the edges, but you can open it out. And it's a great big sketch pad with charcoal drawings of it inside of um, a room, a, a kind of cavernous room lit by uh, torches and there's a kind of portcullis in the corner of it. Ooh, and you can see the portcullis lifting slightly as a drawing of the knight that jumped in, ducks under it and disappears. Oh, Randy is, is so just jumping in. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's, he's Jack, there. Jack looks Done. for a blank space and writes his name. Okay. Um, I have, with with what with what device? Uh, he, he'll have he'll have <laughs> with the rhetorical device. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So um, you begin to write. Randy leaps past you and disappears, and you are suddenly looking at a, a drawing of Randy inside this this sketch. Let's turn and wave. Okay. <laughs> um, Fran, you see that uh, there is still one remaining knight who is about to punch jackwick hard in the face and recover this uh this um it was a bag and now it's a drawing what do you do okay <clears throat> well <clears throat> i guess someone's about to get burned um <laughs> 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 all 
I reach for reach forward my hand and uh, and and three scorching rays uh, can, um, emit forth from it. Yeah. Um, so okay, three three rays of fire towards this. Uh, so that's a a twenty a twenty four. Uh, no, they sorry, both a, hit. A, Eight. The eight will not hit. So two of those scorching rays will strike. Um, seven damage each. Seven damage each. Excellent. Okay. Um, the fire uh, plays very badly with this this knight, and um, it does not like the look of the fire. It's going to change its change its plan from punching you in the face, Jackwick, and instead it jumps also into the into the painting, the the drawing that you hold. So as you were drawing, there is a quick succession of Randy and then a burning knight leaping in. You finish writing your name. Um, as you do so, you, you see the kind of perspective of the name shift you've, you've drawn into the, uh, into the wall. Okay, Randy, you're in, um, it just looks like an underground environment, except it's all kind of sketchy, it's all drawn. And you look around and you can see that there is this rectangle that is all, it looks real through that window. And on the other side of that window, you can see Jackwick. And Jackwick has kind of reached through and it looks like the extension of a pencil or something has come in and carved his name in large letters <laughs> on the wall next to you. And the knight has uh, jumped through and the knight is burning and the knight is uh, probably going to be running past you towards you something like that what do you do well first of all it's, it's a bit of a shock <laughs> yeah. um look at my hand look at look at randy looks at his hand oh it's a snake hand it's still it's a, snake a drawing hand. of a snake hand okay so it's still a drawing okay so he shrugs yeah um pulls out his axe and just waits for the burning knight to right. run into it okay so it's the burning knight um as as he's in here 19 19 fantastic um the um your axe blade swings across the fire is obviously distracting him and you you hit him pretty hard as he reels back um what damage do you do uh 11 11 so he's taking quite a bit of punishment between the two of you um as he reels back there is a movement like a little section of wall above where the knight reels flips up and another figure peeks out and brings out like an eraser and starts rubbing out the fires that are burning around the night and um then pushes him back towards you and the night charges towards you with the added momentum of this push and he rolls an 18 so i think he's going to be hitting you um and doing oh he gets two attacks he gets two attacks the second attack is a one so he's only going to be doing 12 damage but it's still 12 damage Jackwick sees that happening. He says, hey, yep. you can't do that. And he gets his pencil and he just like scratches, scratches in the face of the person. Who, I assume he can see that. Yep. Just scratches the, the his writing tool across mm-hmm. the face of the person who's reaching out and erasing okay. things. Cool. Um, the knight can't see. The knight's, it's, it's all no, no, like. the person who reached out. And you did oh, that person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that person. Um, the the um, little hole in the wall has switched down so quickly that you couldn't get there in time. So the knight is reeling, unable to see because it's, his whole face has been smeared and right. smudged completely. Oh, let's check in with Fran. Yes. Because Fran did some magic a little while ago and then everyone jumped into a picture. Yeah. Or there are snake people all around you who have run up and said, Our queen, our queen. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'll just check in with the snake people and say, Has anyone ever jumped into a 
and do a drawing before around here? The elder that, that questioned you at your entrance approaches. Says, uh, one of the queen's many lovers resented her taking others. And he has special command of the magic of the charcoal. He lives inside the drawing world. Right. Okay. So, uh, I... Oh, no. I mean, he can't talk. He's <laughs> not in the room. <laughs> I guess I guess uh, we're probably going to have to eventually go in there, or at least one of us is Jack Wick. This is, I mean, this, this, always, this always happens with 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 with, with, with poly people. There's always one of them who's more into it than than another, and I don't know, gets jealous. But anyway, uh, here we go. I'm I'm I guess I'm going in. All right. Well, uh, you go in first. I'll follow. Uh, and uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you could you could stay out and be. In, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Right. Okay. Just, 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 leap into the picture. Cool. All right. So, All right. so I'm, I'm just taking the advantage. Oh, I guess the initiative. Um, mm-hmm. Randy looks up, up at the real world yeah. of Jackwick. Yeah. Points at a snake hand. Yeah. Points at the pencil. <laughs> and it's like, you know, lifts his hands and says, you know, seemed like give, give me an awesome hand Jack, and an awesome Jack, weapon or something. Jackwick yeah. reaches down and you can see him like showing you what a hand would look like if he was trying to draw it. And it's like a mitten. It looks worse than your snake hand. I, I pull out an axe and then be like, <laughs> and then I point at my other hand again. He reaches down and like draws an axe, but it's kind of like, it looks like, <laughs> it's like a bobble on top. I pick it up. <laughs> and I, I wield both. So your snake hand is biting on the handle of an axe let's try yeah excellent absolutely because i'm controlling the snake hand um (laughs) and i'm gonna uh strike i'm gonna do a double strike on um dude right Um, i presume he's still in the room he is in the room flailing around there is a a dirty 20 Mm -hmm. with a um or a 12 all right so the dirty 20 is certainly enough to to take him out the 12 narrowly misses as he um flails and bashes against the wall um but he's he's being beaten down quite a quite a horrendous way he's swinging his great sword wildly around so he's going to have disadvantage as he tries to connect with you and neither of those is going oh he gets to a text um and once again neither of those is, is he's just not gonna not gonna get there you're ducking and diving doing your your dwarven dancing is is um more than enough once i get started i am <laughs> you don't even know cool. like a leaf <laughs> all right fran you you've arrived in in drawing world okay well i i obviously uh, turning up in the situation with randy mm-hmm. this guy flailing around and i'm gonna try uh again to um to whack someone with my like quarter stuff, so just just swinging it around, trying to trying to clip them in the back of the head again. So let's give that a go. Oh, that is not very good. Uh, that's an eleven. Okay, so um, the the knight is is he's kind of being bashed around a little bit. Um, he's moving so quickly. His um, this this kind of it's not working he can't see very clearly through this stupid helmet he reaches up to the smeared and and ruined helmet and he pulls it off and you can see this uh, he's a human underneath it he's bald um he looks quite kind of ordinary and unassuming and he glares at the two of you and um kind of rubs his eyes and then 
tries to make a getaway. He's trying to dive into the little um, low portcullis as quickly as he can. So Jack Rick gets the pencil and does like a little like a little <laughs> scribble of a wall in front of him. All right, dexterity um, contested dexterity checks to see if you are quick enough to to block off the entrance before he does it. Um, no, it's a, a seven. A seven. Oh, <laughs> he rolls less than a seven. He's just just sliding towards the portcullis, and you reach down from above and and just color it in, color and, then, it in. and then keep coloring in and just color in his mouth and nose. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, so this is what it's like to be like. This is what it feels like to be God. <laughs> um, the knight defeated has his back against the portcullis. He um, drops his swords and stands up and looks at the two of you, and then he puts his fists up and he starts <laughs> bouncing from foot to foot. All right. Uh, yeah, so I walk up to him. Yeah. And I just um. Chop off one of his arms <laughs> with my axe. <laughs> uh, it's an 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I, you, you chop off one of his arms and um, he just he just disintegrates. He fades away into into sparkles, into dust, and he's, he's gone. Oh, I thought I'd get to have a bit more fun than that. Oh, um, well, looks like uh, we're, we go we're in pictures now. Yeah. Um, Should we? Can we fit out of the portcullis? Hey, uh, so wave around. Jack, Jack, Jack rubs. <laughs> just rubs out the portcullis. Take care of this wall. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Great. Um, all right. Follow me, I guess. So, yeah. Um, the picture that you have is not following them as they go through the portcullis. Darn. I was really hoping that would, that would keep going. <laughs> Oh, sorry, throws the pencil away and jumps in. Right. Sorry, guys, it wasn't following on. I can only be God for so long. Oh. Someone else gets angry. Oh, well, at least you brought your pencil with you, so we can um, you can draw stuff while we're in here. Oh, well, that's the thing. I may have left my pencil behind. Oh, uh, did you try turning the page of the sketchbook? Oh God! <laughs> really, can pop back up. <laughs> oh dear! Can you jump into the sketchbook while still holding the sketchbook. <laughs> I'm just going to fold the corner down and then draw a line. <laughs> hey, guys, I think they went this way. Okay. Cool. So you head along the corridor, and as you are making your way together, hurrying after the knight and his captive, a little panel opens above you, and before you can even react, lines get quickly drawn, and suddenly you find yourselves separated as the floor that you're standing on front and the floor you're on Randy and the floor you're on Jackwick, they split apart from each other and you do watch each other get smaller and smaller and find yourselves off in your, in your own environments, your own dangerous environments because before you can even catch your breath you see the dangers that each of you is faced with. First of all, Randy, you find yourself at the bottom of a long spiraling staircase and looking up through the center of that spiraling staircase you can see that there is a giant ball rumbling its way down and down and down when it gets close it will smash you right below if it doesn't crush you completely it will smash you off the stairwell and you will fall to you can't see how far what do you do 
um, is, am I, is, like, is there just stairs? Is like, just stairs. So I can't like stand off the stairs. Um, at the moment, it looks like you have the option of running up the stairs towards the thing, or running down the stairs, or uh, Randy runs up, the leaping stairs. over the yeah. balustrade. No, Randy, Randy runs up the stairs, <laughs> right. um, and he's he's um, just just running up, okay. just trying to figure out what to do. But All right. He's just running up and then approaching the boulder. Okay, we can't then, see each other, can we? And no, then no. Um, I, I guess I just before that happens, I throw my portable hole on the ground and um, stop. Excellent. Um, now, the way this boulder goes is it kind of bounces from bit to bit. There's a chance it might just bounce right over that portable hole. I think um, we'll, we'll say that it's a... Uh, I'll put the dice in your hands Great. to determine how lucky that, how there's some skill involved yep. in positioning a yep. hole just right. That's okay because yeah. uh, I think Randy has a plan for either eventuality. <laughs> so All right. So um, we'll, we'll make it. D20? We'll, yeah, make it to start. Like, I think it's a wisdom based roll and you put plus zero for wisdom anyway. So. That hey. is a natural, <laughs> a natural 20. 20. Okay, so this giant boulder um, it hits the wall. Bounces off the balustrade, bounces down, and then rolls towards you, and it lands in exactly the moment that you had calculated. It's just like it was great. following the so steps of a golden quadrille. Great. So, <laughs> is it, so the so are you saying so? Is the boulder land in the hole, or do I leap into the hole just as the boulder comes over? Well, um, it's it's up to you. It's up to you how you want to play it. I was I was assuming you were going to get the boulder in the hole. But if you want to be in the in the hole and let the boulder go over the top, that works too. I think that because otherwise the boulder might not go through the hole. <laughs> I don't know how big the hole is really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not big enough for a boulder. How big is the boulder? It doesn't matter. I leave it in the hole okay. so the boulder rolls over. Excellent. The boulder goes over the top mm-hmm. and you peep on out. Peep on out. Yeah. Hop out, pick up my hole and walk up the stairs. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, have, I have endless kittens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Well done, well done, well done. Um, cool. Fran, um, you are um, looking away from uh, these others who are receding into their own situations, and you turn and see yourself in a corridor. It's a long corridor, and on either side of this corridor are the drawn versions of spikes beginning to protrude from the wall on either side and slowly starting to compress towards you. It's a long way to the door out from here. What do you do? Well, there is with spikes coming in. There's not much to do but to to run. Run. Run like crazy. Yeah. All right, let's have a athletics-based roll for you. 17. Fantastic. All right, so that that hits a 20. You sprint, you run and run, and you get to the door with some time to spare, which is probably just as well because this door has a handle that does not give, and you slam your shoulder against the door. And it's, it seems pretty well stuck, and these spikes are now getting perilously close to you. You have moments to act. What are you going to do? What's the door made of? The door is made of, well, it's drawn wood. Okay, then um, then I will uh, uh, attempt to, to burn it. So I've, um, flames come from my hands mm. and, a, and a 
well, technically it would be a 15-foot cone. <laughs> um, if the door makes its dexterity save. <laughs> the door is going to fail its dexterity save. Then I yeah. do 12, 12 damage to it. Excellent. And then, I, and then, and then I'm going to kick it. <laughs> cool. The um, door burns, or at least there is the artful drawing of fire consuming this door, and then your um, boot smashes through it, and you step through to the other side, um, through to safety. You have escaped your death trap. Jackwick. Jackwick, you find yourself... You land on... Um, you, the floor kind of dropped out beneath you and you were sliding down a shed which deposits you to land on a bed it's a very elegant queen sized bed and there is um, the, the makings around this bed of a, of a very nice noble lady's quarters, there's a lovely toilet over there and there's a table over there and there's um, a wardrobe over there and there's the door out from the room over there and as you are taking all of this in you suddenly feel the bed shift and at a gigantic monstrous arm from the monster under the bed reaches out and tries to grab hold of your foot to pull you in can have a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way of this claw you sure can be a uh, 13. 13. Um, 13 is enough for you to just have a sense of it grab onto you and pull off. You have like a shoe or something? You got a boot, yeah. 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 Not, not all halfling types do wear, wear things on their feet. Uh, <laughs> Especially when they're carrying <coughs> rings of importance. Jack Rick found that uh, he kept leaving behind uh, festering footprints and then decided to stop wearing boots. Ah, excellent. Well, your boot is now in the giant claw of this creature. As um, it pulls it off, you can see that your uh, drawn foot has snake scales all over it. The boot disappears underneath the bed. What do you do? You know that it's a long way to that door with a thing like that under there. And I've only got one boot. I'm not walking all night. Alright. Jackwick. I think Jackwick, if he saw the hand moving, mm-hmm. he cast Dissonant Whispers mm. on the creature that possesses it. Okay, cool. And he goes, Oi, that's my boot. Does it get a saving throw? Uh, yes, DC 15. Oh, Wisdom. Right. Well, it rolls a four, so it's going to fail its saving throw against the Dissonant Whispers. Yeah, and it takes 18 damage and must immediately move away. Ooh, okay, there is a um, there is a flurry of movement, as because it's over in the corner under the bed, and it doesn't want to come out into the light, it stays in the corner and shoves the bed, the bed slides and spins across the room and bangs against the wall right next to where the door is, and there is this hustle of movement, and you can see the edges of this creature now hiding behind the wardrobe just it's a strange bulk just visible can't come out into the light where it's easily seen because it's a under the bed creature it's an under the furniture creature but you're right by the door jacob looks back and goes oh there's a boot lying in the jacob middle of the takes his time puts on yeah. his boot and goes you know i've seen a lot of things but one thing you should be aware of is that uh, there are things much scarier above the bed than underneath and uh <clears throat> Using thermaturgy, his eyes go black and the room starts to shake yeah. and the curtains start to bother. Do not forget this. 
and uh, int- will intimidate the creature to cower even further and push the push the bed maybe even further mm. towards the door, nice. maybe even yeah through the door. Uh, give me an intimidation, and that will be a twenty-one. Okay, no, sorry, a twenty-five. All right. So you now have a under the bed monster pledging service to you. All right, you're going to take this bed. <laughs> I'm going to open the door, and where are you? Oh, here. In terror, it picks up the bed on its back and carries you through the door. Terror, six six year old me would have been all over this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to call you Steffi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> the um, three of you come out four into oh, the, the four of you the two of you and i'll start let's let's start with randy and fran um randy and fran you see each other across uh, an open space this space is um it doesn't have any of the features around the walls that you've seen elsewhere it's just kind of this gray sketched background but there are standing all around the space a number of easels with canvases on or at least drawn rectangles of whiteness each of them has a sketch there are sketches of um the spikes that you just ran down there is a sketch of the uh the stairwell that you just went down sketches of other spaces that you haven't seen as you move among them you get the uncanny sense that amongst these sketches somewhere in here is the person that you're after that they are out here you can hear them moving are they behind that sketch are they behind that one and then a door opens and a bed walks through and on the bed is jackwick so is this is this a real room that we're in that we can see or is this still a it's sketch still a room? sketch you're still in the sketch world oh. hello randy hello Fron. i've made a friend hello friend uh i've never seen a bed move before but there is some kind of creature under the bed. You can't see it very clearly, but it oh. looks kind of scary. This is Steffi. He's going to be carrying me for the next wee while. Uh, hello, hello, Steffi. Um, um, uh, you don't have to make small talk, Randy. I don't think Steffi talks himself. Um, uh, is he, is, is he going to come with us? I don't know. We'll find out. I guess that's the fun of it. Okay. Randy okay. doesn't like um, monsters under the bed. <laughs> Randy, you've you've faced bigger things than this before. You've you've fought a giant hand. You know that's a lot scarier than a thing that will fit under a bed. I'm not scared. You're scared. I'm I'm, I'm fine. Can we just figure out who we have to murder to get out of here? Well, I was- told you. You have to murder the queen. No, it sounds like we might have to murder you. I think we'll have to murder him. It sounds like the voice came from... uh, Upwards. (laughs) Uh, With that roll of two in your perception check, you are pretty sure it did come from upwards. (laughs) It came from upwards, yeah. Yeah, well, see, I'm pretty sure that that it came from... Mm. I think you've got a plus six, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty sure it came from kind of over on, on... that side on your right, on kind of far away from where the bed creature is, okay. behind a particularly large canvas. Okay. And I stride like a stride in that direction. Yeah. Cool. And um, and sort of and and sort of gr- like remove the canvas from the evil. Yeah. The easel. Okay. Standing right behind the canvas is uh, this guy. 
He's it's kind of kind of handsome if you like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, like a sketch of a guy, big yep. hair, and uh, he looks at you. And he's, what? What? What do you want? What? Why? What are you looking at me like that for? Hmm? You're turning into snakes. You're in the snake lady's realm. Go on, make her life hell. Um. Yeah. You. You must be the ex-boyfriend, I guess. Why? I. Why did you kidnap us to kill your ex? If you were just gonna kidnap her, and, I guess kill her yourself anyway. Well, I can't kill her. I'm in her domain. I can just make her life a little bit difficult for oh, a little you're while. Oh, a snake picture. I'm a snake picture too. Well, I'm not. I'm not a snake. If I stepped out of my picture for very long and turned into a snake. Now, I've got a bit of a question for you here. Uh, if we're supposed to kill the Queen, why would you hide her for us so we can't do anything about that anyway? Well, because I was getting the funny feeling that you weren't going to kill her. That's a funny feeling, but it was a correct one. Now, tell me, if we kill you, what happens to us? Well, I suppose you'll be trapped here forever and you'll be in a drawn realm unless you climb out and then you become snakes in the snake realm you're trapped in a snake dimension it's the queen of snakes' snake dimension mm-hmm. and the only way to get out is to kill her can I have insight rolls from all of you it's uh, 11 for Randy uh, it is a uh, it's 20 a 20 okay so you two are probably heading in this direction but Fran as you are fully confirmed your suspicions that he's he's not telling the truth mm-hmm. killing the queen is not necessary to get out of here in fact it's completely irrelevant to getting out of here and he's really the only one that can get you back the way you came you that's pretty much what you figured i'm imagining but mm-hmm. so i um open my mouth showing him my snake fangs mm-hmm. and i lean over and bite him <laughs> 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 Wow. Okay. Um, you bite him, and uh, I'm okay. I'm going to make you make an attack roll to okay. see. I think you bite him, but how badly you bite him is going to be at issue I'm, I'm here. I'm not trying to bite him badly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, it's, a, it's a twenty-four. Well, it's a pretty twenty-two. It's a pretty convincing bite. Mm-hmm. Um, you sink your new fangs into them. They go down so good. Do you release the poison? Yeah. The venom, well, well, I should say. No, I don't. But then I unbite him, you know, like release him yeah. and say, you're now poisoned. <laughs> Probably better get us out of here. And maybe we can fix it. Well, you could do that. You've got poison. Maybe my hand's got poison. And I like walk up towards it with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And he reaches into a pocket and he pulls out his eraser and he says, ha ha! And he erases all three of you with one swipe. So, Steffi, we get a no. 10 and we get an 8 we get a 16. So, I think um, you two dodge out of the severity of the eraser. You take five points of being erased damage. Um, he has disadvantage. He has disadvantage against you. Oh, so he misses you as well. You take, um, what did I say, five? And I can take him with advantage. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so um, he, he erases you uh, as best he can and then scrambles back and uh, walks up the, the kind of grey wall a little bit, denying the existence of gravity because he's the commander of this realm. Um, and I think he's going to, to fight to defeat you because you're, you're not getting out of here 
if you're not going to do his bidding. It's initiative roll, I think. Initiative. Yeah. All right. Final fight against uh, the master of the domain. It's an 18. And as as um, Jackwick is that because that's in tropic forward, so as the yep. razor goes across him, you can actually see mm-hmm. the the pencil lines of Jackwick be erased, right? And then basically, it's almost like there was a tracing behind the paper that basically mm-hmm. comes into full. Yep. And the the scatterings of erased mm-hmm. Jackwick basically gather around him. Yep. And kind of like a like a little wow, a little bit of a cool feather field. Nice, nice, nice. So, so was that your 18. action? Um, sorry, no, that yeah. was, was what okay. happened with the Entropic Ward. All right, okay. So it's, it's um, I think we'll go around with you and then Randy and then Fran and then um, this poor ex-boyfriend. Poor ex-boyfriend, he's, all right. He's so poor. Well then, uh, <laughs> as a bonus action, uh, Jackwick is going to do Hex. He's mm-hmm. going to cast a Hex um, and make the target have disadvantage on those, uh, on, on that, that particular check um cool. he's gonna do uh he's gonna make him do that for from do you have any particular um any particular dodges or anything or particular things that you attack uh, any particular stats that you attack no all right you, that's a good i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna make it do um wisdom okay yeah wisdom and then he's gonna and then so that's a bonus section and then mm-hmm. jackwick's gonna um reach out and blast him with uh two eldritch blasts okay so um, you you um hex him and then blast him and you've got the stuff going around you may do your blasting attacks blasting attacks so Randy, that'll you're going to be up any second so that's a 20 uh 23 mm-hmm. for the first attack and that's a net 20 oh second um so yeah, uh, they do seven damage each. Oh, sorry, they do six damage each. So I don't know. What that's no, just for twelve crit. for the crit. Yeah. So that's eighteen damage in total. Um, yep. But actually, they do an extra four in the critic. So he takes uh, twenty-eight. Uh, so he takes. Sorry, he takes uh, twenty. Uh, twenty-six damage in total. Okay. So uh, a huge amount of punishment has just been unleashed by Jackwick. Jackwick is, um, he's he's got a, a pretty nasty aspect of um, entropy unfolding from him now, and you're still balanced on the bed. Oh, well, on, yep. on Steffi uh, and those that blasts him because he's, he's yep. moved up the wall so, yep, yep, so I've blasted right. him off the wall now or uh, I've, I've smashed him into the wall so cool. I guess you're going to try and bounce him back off it nice alright Randy right, so it's uh, out of range so I'm gonna... well I, I think he was out of range but um, after the Eldritch Blast he probably tumbles close close to you so you could use your normal axing if you, that's what you prefer or... great. great Randy Randy walks up to him mm-hmm. and uh, takes a big uh, swipe down his uh, down the front of his face mm-hmm. um, with uh, 19 19 yeah uh, and that sort of just cleaves cleaves him down um mm-hmm. the, through the through the chest and shoulder area yep i say oh look what you made me do <laughs> and then um with a second attack uh for 24 oh gosh um do the same again yeah and i'll be like man you and this queen you are never ever ever getting back together <laughs> and slice him down the other side okay he's he is literally coming to pieces the, the his drawing is separating as he as he is um trying to to keep his position and he's still backpedaling and he's frazzled front we do okay so <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. do it <laughs> i say stop right now Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and a whole person, so he needs to make a wisdom save, um, or he's paralyzed. 
and he has disadvantage. Is yes. that right? Disadvantage. Okay. Well, it looks like uh, DC 14. 14. He's not going to make a 14. He's going to miss it by one, I think. Um, so he is paralyzed. Right. Right. So um, he was. It was his turn on the initiative next, and he just had fished out from under his his um, jacket uh, charcoal, and he was beginning to start drawing something, and he just freezes in place and falls to the ground, and the three of you can approach him and look down. You can see um, tucked under his jacket, there is a rolled up, long rolled up scroll that's kind of tucked in neatly in there out of view. He can't move to protect it or do anything. Steffi kind of reaches up and pats you on the shoulder. Thank you, Steffi. Good work. Uh, put put the bit. Can we help pop, pop a little bit closer down there, Steffi? It lowers uh, you down. Thank you, Steffi. Uh, reach up, reach and grab the the, the scroll. Mm-hmm. Open it up, I guess. Yeah. While while he's opening it up, I take the charcoal and yeah. his eraser. Nice. <laughs> and okay. sit on it. Cool. <laughs> um, because he's going to get another save. <laughs> <laughs> you unroll the uh, the uh, scroll, and you can see that it is a drawing of Queen Swifttail sitting on a um, kind of comfortable lounge chair eating grapes and looking supremely bored. Shakes it. See if he shakes it loose. And you shake her off. And he shakes her off. <laughs> Queen Swifttail tumbles out of the picture and lands in the picture that you're in and uh, stands up and kind of takes in the situation, rolls her eyes at um, the ex-boyfriend at her feet and um, looks at the three of you and says, well, good dancing. Hmm. Sorry about the little distraction at the end. Now, where do we get to? <laughs> well, I guess we were going to try and get out of here. Yeah, I think we, we need to get out of this drawing and then, uh, then out of your um, dimension and then out of your... Mm. Scales. Well, Randy the- looks disappointed because he thought they meant they were going to dance again, and he's like three moves in and has to stop, and it's really hard to stop. But well, he does. <laughs> the best way out of our dimension is through a long and perilous path, oh, where you have to enter a dimension that is controlled by me. You've already done the perilous path; we're already at the end. It's just through that little little kind of like curtain over there, um, as she gestures the curtain kind of reacts and it parts and you can see that there is another window like you saw before going out to where Jackwick was and it goes out into the forest where you were walking along a path just before. Um, as I, I walk up to, um, Randy walks up to uh, Fran, um, sort of takes the eraser mm-hmm. um, and charcoal off him and yep. offer it to the queen and say, you know, you think you get to decide what happens next. <laughs> and then... Um, we just, I just will start walking out. Nice. <laughs> Randy's just out. He's done. Cool. Okay. Jack looks down and he goes, listen, everybody, if you'll come for us, well, you better believe there's going to be bad blood. Hey, <laughs> let's go, Steffi. And he just wanders out with the bed. And, um, and just, uh, just as he's about to pass through the veil, Randy looks at his hand and says, obviously, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> its mouth opens and yeah. closes its little eyes look sad yeah <laughs> but randy's just still walking cool randy you pass through the portal and you step out into the sunlight you on your giant bed you pass through the portal out into the sunlight does the bed come with me i'm 
front? What do, what do you do? <laughs> I, I, I look up at the queen and said, I, I guess I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> and I walk out. <laughs> nice. And you pass out into the sunlight. Front, you step outside and there is Jackwick not sitting on a bed. But you now maybe have a new, a new, a new quest, a new purpose in life. I'll find you, Stevie. <laughs> if it takes me until the end of many eternities, I'll find you, <clears throat> and then we will ride into the sunset together, man and bed. You can see through the portal, Queen Swift Tail. She waves, and then she reaches up to the edge of the portal and rolls it down until there is nothing to see, and there is just birds chirping and a pathway that leads on to whatever ordinary destination you have next. Hey, guys, let's do that again. That was fun. Um, Did you know that I had like a... Did you see my snake hand? It was awesome. It was like a whole snake, but it was my hand. Randy, we don't have time. Do we just turn... Like, is it instantly not a snake now, or do we just slowly turn back? Oh, my... You're you're not snakey at all anymore. Yeah, I like... I can still... And like Serrani gets his hand and he like tries to make make it hiss, <laughs> pinching his thumb and his fingers together and sort of a clasping thing. And he's he's happy to have his hand back, but you can tell that there's a there's an ennui. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we end D and D live secret session. Thank you all. Fantastic.